to Dad's Bedtime Stories. This is catch-up episode number six, episodes 16, 17, and 18, all stories, all the time. And once again, if you like the episodes, one of the best things you can do for me is share it on pretty much any kind of social media you have. We'll start off tonight with episode 16, The Center of the Earth. Just close your eyes, lay back in your bed, cozy up under the covers, and just imagine yourself doing what the person in the story does. You wake up again in one of the most comfortable beds you've ever been in, the one that your friend the Sasquatch gave you last night. You look around and you see a whole bunch of glowing things. There's blue and purple and yellow and pink. The walls just glow with the brightest colors. How are ya? says your friend the Sasquatch. I'm good, how are you? I'm great, ready to go exploring the Sasquatch village? Um, okay. How many Sasquatches are there in the village? Three, says your friend the Sasquatch. Three? How is it a village with three people? Well, says your friend, we Sasquatch live in really small groups. We really don't like being around people much. So this village is just me, my dad, and my mom. That's pretty much it. Oh, where are they right now? You ask? Oh, my parents? Well, they're not here right now. They're on an adventure. So come on with me. I'll show you all around, says your friend the Sasquatch. Well, just just one second. What's your name? My name's Footsie, says the Sasquatch. Footsie, you say? All right, well, we'll go with Footsie. Sounds great, says Footsie. Now, let's get going. Come on this way, says Footsie, pointing to a tunnel in the distance. You follow Footsie, and you walk through the tunnels. Each tunnel glows with something that's on the side of the walls. Yellow, purple, blue, all sorts of different colors. It almost looks like some sort of moss or something, but it's bioluminescent, which means... It glows quite brightly. You follow Footsie through a bunch of different tunnels. He shows you one entrance that pops up and looks out on a local park nearby. This is where I like to watch other kids play. You have to watch other kids play? You ask him. But you look like just a kid yourself. Can't you go play with them? No, says Footsie. My parents don't let me play with other kids. We're not supposed to let other people know that we exist. Oh, that's so sad. Are there other Sasquatch children to play with? No, I mean there are, but you have to travel pretty far to find them. Oh no, that's not fun at all. Well, maybe you and I can be friends. Oh, I would love that ever so much replies Footsie. Well, what do you want to do? Let's go explore some more, says Footsie. You and Footsie travel around the different cave systems. 
He shows you different secret entrances that go here and there. The Sasquatch seem to have entrances that pop up everywhere. There's even one that pops up just in front of your house that you didn't know about. I've actually been trying to be your friend for a long time, says Footsie, showing you the entrance to your house. And there's one more thing I really want to show you. Come this way. You follow Footsie down a glowing tunnel. This tunnel goes down and down and down. And eventually it comes to a huge hole. This is an entrance to the center of the world. The center of the world, you ask? What do you mean the center of the world? I thought the world was solid. Oh no, the world is not solid at all, explains Footsie. You can go down and down and down, and you come to a place where all the animals live. What animals, you say? Don't all the animals live on the planet? Well, many of them do, but there's quite a few who hide in the center of the earth. You see, there's many animals that don't like humans, explains Footsie. That don't like humans? Why don't they like humans? Well, humans can be a bit invasive at times. So, they found a place in the center of the earth and they've been living there ever since, explains Footsie. Come see! Footsie jumps down a tube that looks a lot like a huge slide. You shrug your shoulders and figure, why not? You jump inside the tube and head down the biggest slide you've ever been on. Down and down and down you go until you pop out in a huge opening. It's like nothing you've ever seen before. It's kind of like a cave, but a cave that's way bigger than you can imagine. The ceiling goes up incredibly high. And on the top of the ceiling is a bunch of glowing moss that keeps everything lit up. You and Footsie walk through the underground. There's trees growing, plants, grass... You pass lakes inside the center of the earth. Pretty much everything that would be on top of the earth. This is amazing, but where does the light come from? Well, says Footsie, the light comes from two places. First, there's the light from the glowing moss, which you've already seen. And then there's the light from the core of the earth. It also provides warmth. It provides warmth? Can we go see it? Of course we can, says Footsie. You and Footsie walk towards the core of the earth. As you get closer, the core appears. It's kind of floating in a gigantic hole. It's red and bright and looks a little bit like a sun. It's not really what you expected to be in the core of the earth. 
that's amazing. And then you see something from beside you. Hey, what are you doing here? You look over and see a huge rock creature or something like that. What, what, what are you, you ask? What am I? What's a human doing down here? Haven't you ruined enough of our habitat? I, I haven't ruined any of your habitat, you explain. I just want to be friends with everybody. Well, if you wanted to be friends with everybody, you wouldn't be messing with the core of the earth. It's already starting to die, and I think you might be here to finish it off. What do you mean it's starting to die, you ask? That's not good at all. Oh, now you think it's not good. I'll show you. The big golem starts punching his hands together, making huge breaking noises. This is not going to be good, you say. Do you require assistance? Asks the spaceship, pops out of your pocket. I don't know, spaceship. Uh, Have you anything that can fight a giant rock golem sort of thing? Yes, says the spaceship. The spaceship transforms into what looks like a mechanical suit, just a little bigger than the rock golem. The back of the suit opens up. You climb in and the suit closes around you. A helmet pops down over your head and when you close your eyes, you feel a strange sensation. And when you open them, you realize you have full control of the suit. When you try to move your arms, the suit moves its arms. Your legs, it moves its legs. Just like the golem, you hit your fists together. The golem runs at you and tries to punch, but you grab his fist with one of your hands. He punches with the other and you grab onto it too. He starts pushing against you. He's incredibly strong. He pushes you back and back and back. You try to push forward and as you do, blasters shoot out of your back and start pushing you against him, pushing him closer and closer to the center of the earth. He ducks down to the side and throws you. You start flying towards the center of the earth, but thinking about stopping causes the suit to activate its flying mechanism and the blasters push you away and allow you to fly up into the air. Hey, that's no fair. You can't fly. Says the rock golem. The rock golem then picks up a huge boulder and throws it at you. It hits you right in the head. Hey! You regain control and try to get out of the way, but the rock golem just keeps throwing boulder after boulder after boulder. You dodge as many as you can, but he just keeps throwing them. We need some way to stop this spaceship. I agree. I recommend freezing. Ah, that's a good idea. Do you have something that can freeze it? Yes, says the spaceship. Activating freeze cannon. Out of your arm pops a big cannon. You point it towards the golem and spray. The golem starts moving slower and slower 
until everything but its head is totally encased in ice. You land in front of the golem. Now, are you going to stop trying to hurt me? I'm not the one who ruined the core of the earth, you say to the golem. Eh, well then who was it? Says the golem. I don't know, but me and my friend Footsie here can help you figure it out. Eh, says the golem. Well, you don't seem that bad after all. Now just unfreeze me and we can talk about it some more, says the golem. You use a laser in your hand to unfreeze the golem. It slowly melts the ice away and allows him to move again. That's better, says the golem. Now, says the golem, can you explain to me how you're going to help me figure out who's messing with the center of the earth? Well, of course we can, but I think that'll have to wait till another time. It's my bedtime. I'm not home yet. Uh, well, I guess you better get home, but it's a long journey back to the top of the earth. How are you going to get there? May I make a suggestion, says the spaceship. Of course, spaceship. Uh, what do you suggest? I can create a portal that goes to your shed. Oh, right. Those work on the same planet, too? Of course, says the spaceship. The spaceship grows and grows and grows until it's large enough for the portal to fit out its back hatch. The portal flies out being carried by robots and is placed on the ground right near the center of the earth. It lights up and turns on. Uh, that thing looks crazy. Uh, is that some kind of magic? Well, something like magic, I guess. Magic, science, and it's hard to tell the difference sometimes, you say to the golem. Well, I promise we'll be back tomorrow, and me and the spaceship and Footsie here are going to figure out what happened. Uh, okay. I'll meet you here tomorrow night. All right, we'll see you then. You and Footsie and the spaceship, which is now shrunk down to be a toy size again, walk through the portal and arrive in your front yard, out of the shed. Footsie says that he has to get back for dinner, and you understand, so you wave goodbye and let him go. Footsie walks off towards a tree he presses a little button, and the tree pops up in the air, creating a little entrance. He jumps inside, and the tree goes back to its normal position, like no one was ever there. Huh, that's weird. I wonder how many of those Sasquatch tunnels there are around here. There are many, says the spaceship. Uh, okay, spaceship, anyways... We better get to bed. I've been gone for a whole day and I think we forgot to leave one of those robots. I took care of it. You walk inside your house and back to your bedroom. There you see the robot version of yourself. Hi there, are you back? The robot starts sparking and blasting and again melts into a huge puddle of goo. 
As you may recall, the robots are designed to self-destruct when you come in contact with them. That way, there's never two of you in one place. Spaceship, you say, do the thing where you get rid of that. The spaceship shines a light on the pile of goop and it slowly dissolves into energy and gets sucked into the spaceship. You turn off the lights in your room, climb into your bed, and pull up your covers. Your eyes are getting very, very heavy, and you allow them to close. You notice any tension in your shoulders, and you let it go. You notice any tension in your arms, and you let it go. Notice any tension in your legs and your feet, and you let it go. And last, you notice any tension in your face, and you let it go, letting yourself sink deeper into the covers. With every breath, you become more and more relaxed and sink down deeper and deeper into the bed, allowing yourself to drift off to the world of sleep and dreams. And if you're still awake, we'll go on to episode 17, The Earth's Core. Imagine yourself waking up once again in the morning in your own bed. You get up, stretch, and you're greeted by Spaceship. How are you this morning? Asks Spaceship. I'm good, Spaceship. How about you? I am good. I have prepared a breakfast for you. I know it is a busy day. Oh, thanks, Spaceship, you say, taking the breakfast from him. Why is it a busy day again, you ask? Remember, we promised to go back to the center of the Earth and try to figure out why the Earth's core is getting weaker. Oh yeah, I did forget about that, you admit. Well, let's go. Don't forget your friend, Footsie. Oh yeah, you say, Footsie the Sasquatch, he's gonna come too. I remember now. Let's go see if he's here. You and Spaceship go outside and say, Footsie, Footsie, are you there? Suddenly, the Sasquatch appears out of nowhere. I'm right here, says Footsie. What, where did you come from? Remember, I can turn invisible. I was just here waiting for you. Are you ready to go, says Footsie. Uh, yeah, we are ready to go. Let's get going, you say. You walk over to the shed and open the shed door. Inside is the portal that leads to the other portals wherever you've put them. You turn it on and dial the center of the earth. A big blue sphere appears. It's huge and bright, right in the center of the portal. You, Footsie, and Spaceship walk right through it. Suddenly you appear on the other side at the center of the earth. In front of you is the golem you met yesterday who tried to attack you but later realized you might be able to help. Along with a whole bunch of animals, or something like animals, they look like animals but 
kind of like humans at the same time. Sort of like animal humans. Hello, says one of them. I am the leader of the animal people. We are so glad you came to try to help us. Ah, this problem is getting bigger and bigger, explains the animal person creature. Looks kind of like a lion. You see, uh, for years we've relied on the heat from the core of the earth. But lately, and we don't know why, it's getting colder and colder. What are we going to do? Uh, I don't know, but maybe we can figure out what's happening to it. I think between me and my spaceship, we might be able to solve this problem. What about me? Says Footsie. Oh, oh yeah, and Footsie, uh, the Sasquatch, he's, he's here too. Well, I, I don't know if you'll really have much of an effect, but I'm willing to give it a try, says the animal person, lion guy, who seems to be able to speak really well. Before we go, you say, can I just ask, where are you guys from? Like, I've never seen an animal person before. Oh, well, you see, uh, over the years, as different animal species have developed sentience, that's uh, sort of an, a human intelligence, if you may, um, we've decided to hide ourselves from the human species by coming here to the center of the earth. We've lived here in peace. It's happened many times over the centuries. Different animals gain sentience and come here to hide away. Uh, there's dinosaurs, there's all kinds of animals. What? Wait a second, you say. Did you just say dinosaurs? Pretty sure I heard you say dinosaurs. Well, of course, dinosaurs were the first ones here. Well, you know, the, the asteroid was coming and everything, and they needed somewhere to hide away, so they hid here. Are you telling me that dinosaurs live in the center of the Earth? Like, big, huge, long necks and tyrannosauruses and that sort of thing? Well, yes, uh, other than they're, they're not that big. They look kind of like dinosaurs that you're thinking of, but uh, they look a bit more human, really. Uh, sort of like you, but dinosaur you, if, if you may. Really, you ask? Well, don't think we're not going to revisit this topic a little bit later, you say. But for now, we have to figure out who is messing with the center of the Earth. Eh, right. Well, we'll leave you to it. Um, cheerio, says the lion person creature. The animals all walk away except the golem. Uh, I'm here to help if you need me, says the golem. Oh, well, thanks, golem. Uh, I was thinking what we would do is stake the place out. I'm going to get in the spaceship and turn invisible. Sasquatch or Footsie over there is going to do the same thing, you know, a little bit further down. And maybe you could pretend to be a rock. If we watch all night and all day, we might figure out what's happening. Why do you think it's something happening? How do you know it's not natural? Uh, 
well, you say, I, I don't, but I just have a hunch that somebody's messing with the core of the earth. Well, okay, says the golem. I'll follow your lead. Let's go. The golem suddenly turns into a rock and sits very still. Footsie walks further down, sits on the ground, and turns invisible. Spaceship, you say? Get a little bit bigger so I can uh, get inside. The spaceship starts to glow yellow and grows and grows and grows. It solidifies again, lands in front of you, and opens the back hatch. You walk inside and go to the control center. When you're there, you say, Spaceship, turn invisible. The spaceship disappears with you inside it. You spend the night just watching and waiting. Eventually, you get a little bored and watch some TV, read some books, until the spaceship alerts you that something's going on. There is someone here, says the spaceship. You walk back up to the viewing screen and you see what looks like a group of snake people walking up to the core of the earth. They have some mechanism that they attach to the core of the earth and it's hooked up to what looks like a gigantic battery or something like that. They turn it on and it starts to suck energy out of the core of the earth into their battery. This is the best thing we've ever done, says one of the snake people. Yes, says the other. Nobody will be the wiser when we finally create the control device. We will be able to enslave all the humans of Earth. Then we can move back to the surface, says the snake creature. Not so fast, yells somebody from the side. Footsie appears. You're not going anywhere with this. I'm going to stop you. Ah, a Sasquatch, says the snake person. What do you think a Sasquatch? Squatch is going to do to us. Well, says the Sasquatch, I'm going to do this. Get him, the Sasquatch says. I think that's our cue, you say. You make the spaceship visible again and turn on a button that allows you to talk over a speaker. Hey, Stop what you're doing, or I'll put you all to sleep, you say. As I'd like to see you try, says one of the snakes who pulls out what looks like a giant blaster ray and points it directly at you. He shoots the blaster and it hits the spaceship, and nothing happens. I don't think your blaster is, uh much use for a spaceship. Suddenly the spaceship starts to spark and spurt and then it loses power and falls to the ground. I may have spoken too soon. The two snakes turn on Footsie with their blasters. Footsie puts his hands up in the air and starts backing away. 
I need to help him, you think. You press the button on your watch that causes a spacesuit to fold out and cover your body in a spacesuit armor sort of thing. You run out the back doors of the spaceship and point your wrist at the snakes. Stand down now or I'll shoot you or something. Shoot us, says one of the snakes. I'd like to see you try. You try to blast the snake, but nothing happens. Your blaster isn't working at all. Just then, you hear a loud grumble. Suddenly, the golem pops up out of the ground and hits each of the snakes on the head with his rock fists. They get dizzy and fall to the ground. The golem scoops them up, puts them over his shoulder, and says, Thanks for your help. I'll take care of these. The golem walks away with the snakes put over his shoulder. You and Footsie follow him. You walk and walk and walk until you come to a big village. This must be where the animal people live. The golem enters the village, goes to what looks like the center square of the village, and puts the snake people down. Out comes the lion person and says, Well, thank you very much for your help. We will now have a trial for the snake people. Snake people, what have you to say for yourselves? We were just trying to take back the surface, say the snake people. Well, you've created a bad name for us animal people. This cannot stand. I sentence all of you to banishment. <gasps> Everybody gasps. Banishment. Oh no. What's, what's banishment, you say? I can answer that. The spaceship appears back beside you, the normal size of a toy. What? Where did you come from? I thought you were shut down. I was able to reboot explains the spaceship. Banishment is when you have to leave and can never come back. Oh no, so they've been banished off of the planet? Yes. Oh, I feel so bad. They just were trying to take the surface back. They weren't doing it in a nice way, but I just feel kind of bad for them. We don't deserve this, says one of the snakes. We will have our revenge. You think we will go, but we will not go anywhere. We will find you, says the snake person. We can't have that, you say. People of the animal village, I volunteer to find the snake people a new home on a new planet, somewhere where they can live their lives the way they want, and we don't have to worry about this conflict anymore. Oh, that's a great idea, says the lion person. 
We thank you very much from the bottom of our hearts, and you will forever hold a place here in the animal village if you can achieve this goal, says the lion person. But I have to ask, how are you going to get them to another planet exactly? Oh, well, I have a magic spaceship, so I can do pretty much anything. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, well, cheerio, thank you very much. Spaceship, you say? I think it's time to go search for a new planet. Right, says Spaceship. Spaceship starts to glow and grows and grows and grows until it's the size of a full-sized spaceship. It lands in front of you and Footsie. You and Footsie climb aboard and you wave goodbye to the animal people. You take one seat at the control center, and Footsie takes the seat beside you. Spaceship, let's go back through the portal and head to space. Can you search out some planets that might be suitable? Yes, says the spaceship. Searching for planets now. The spaceship shrinks down smaller again, just small enough to fit through the portal. The portal fires up and the spaceship flies through it. The spaceship reappears at the other end of the portal, right in front of your house. Then you pull back on the steering wheel, press forward on the throttle, and blast off into space. You pass up through the clouds, and then beyond them, right into the darkness of space. Looking back behind you, you see the Earth getting smaller and smaller. Spaceship, you say, go to super hyperdrive. The spaceship suddenly blasts off faster than you can imagine. All you can see are stars streaking by. You stretch your arms and yawn. Footsie does the same. Well, Footsie, I think that's all in a good day's work. It looks like a spaceship created a bedroom for you. You look over to the side and instead of one bedroom like there normally is, there's two bedrooms. Well, Footsie, I'll see you tomorrow. You walk to your bedroom, climb into your bed and say, good night, spaceship. Get the lights for me. The lights turn off. You pull the covers up over yourself, start to get comfortable in the bed you close your eyes. You notice anywhere you're holding tension, and with each breath you let it go. Just letting yourself relax more and more. With each out-breath just sinking down more and more into the bed, allowing yourself to relax and allowing yourself to fall asleep. And if you're still awake, we'll move on to episode 18, The Snake Planet. Imagine yourself waking up in the morning. As soon as you open your eyes, the first thing you see are a whole bunch of stars just streaming by. The ship you're on is traveling at super hyperspeed through the galaxy. You say and stretch. You get out of bed and walk into the main part of the spaceship. Footsie's there too. 
Hello, says Footsie. How are you today? I think we better get going. Have you found any planets, spaceship? Asks Footsie. I have found three suitable planets. Would you like to go to one of them? Yes, we would like to go to one of them. Uh, which one do you think looks the best? I will put it on the display. On the display pops up a planet that looks a lot like planet Earth, but with a little bit less water and more green area. What's this planet called? It is planet 2531415. Oh, um, is there a simpler name for it, you ask? Well, if it becomes the planet we choose, we can call it Snake Planet. Yep, that's a good idea. Calling it Snake Planet is exactly what I was thinking, you say. Okay, let's head there now. Setting course, says the spaceship. Suddenly, the spaceship turns incredibly quickly all the way to the left and speeds right back up to full speed. We will arrive in 3.4 minutes. All right. While you're waiting, you and Footsie have some breakfast and watch a little TV. And before you know it, beep, beep, beep. We have arrived, says the spaceship. All right, put it up on the screen, you say. On the screen appears a picture of something that looks a lot like Earth, but covered in slightly different color of green, almost a lighter green color. Where do you think uh, the best place for a colony would be, you ask? I believe the central continent would be an ideal place for a group of snake people. Okay, well, land there. The ship starts to get closer and closer to the planet. It gets bigger and bigger until it takes up the whole view screen. You pass through the atmosphere. You pass through the clouds. And you slowly come down for a landing in front of the forest. Footsie, you say, let's put on our spacesuits. You press the button on your watch and it expands around your entire body covering you in a silver armor. Footsie looks at you strangely and says, You never gave me a spacesuit. Oh, right. I was thinking of other people. Well, here you go, you say. You throw him a watch. This is a watch, he says. How is this a spacesuit? Oh, you say, well, just put it on and press the button and you'll see. Okay, says Footsie. You watch as he puts the watch on, presses the button, and suddenly looks incredibly surprised as a spacesuit folds out of the watch and covers his entire body in a metallic armor. Whoa, he says. What is this magic? It's not magic, you say. It's science. Actually, no, no, no. It is It is kind of magic, too. It's, it's a magic spaceship, so it's sort of science and magic together. But don't really worry about that part. 
anyways, if, if you want to fly, just think about flying. And yeah, pretty much go from there. Okay, says Footsie. Suddenly he's floating up in the air. Whoa, this is crazy. Footsie practices flying from one side to the next, up and down, doing flips. Ooh, this thing's fun. Let's go explore, says Footsie. Okay. You press the button at the back of the spaceship and the doors fold open. You and Footsie both fly out the back of the spaceship. You and Footsie fly around the planet. You fly high above the trees, searching around and seeing what you can see. As you look around, you notice that the only animals on this planet are lizards and snakes. None of them seem to be human-like snakes, and there don't seem to be any intelligent species. Nothing that seems to talk or anything like that. After exploring for a while, you come to a huge opening. Whoa! This would be the best place, I think, to start a snake village. Spaceship, you say? Do the thing. Yes, says the spaceship. What thing? asks the spaceship. Oh, you know, the thing where you use those 3D printers to build an entire village incredibly quickly? Yes, I understand. Building village now. The spaceship flies over to the opening and lands. The back hatches open and out of it fly a whole bunch of robots. Each team of robots is carrying a huge printer. These printers can print pretty much anything full objects made of metal or any other material that's needed. You watch as they immediately start going to work. As the printers finish printing parts of houses and other objects, the robots take the pieces and start putting them together. Before long, you see the outline of a village. This is perfect, spaceship. Um, what about a portal to get here, one that can link to the center of the Earth on our world? Right, says the spaceship. Out of the spaceship flies another portal. It's placed directly in the center of the planet. Now, just make sure that the portals can only be controlled by us. We don't want the snakes to be able to get back without our permission. Understood. Adding a protective layer to this portal. Robots come out with a huge metal door that they place in front of the portal and lock in place. Okay, you say. This is starting to look good. Why don't we go back and get the snake people and start bringing them here? It won't be long before this place is finished. Good idea, says the spaceship. You walk up to the portal and press the button on the outside of it. The doors to the portal open up and a bright blue portal light appears in the center. You and Footsie walk through it. You arrive right near the Earth's core where you put the other portal. You and Footsie walk over to the animal village. There in the center is the lion person looking mayor guy. Thank you for returning, says the mayor. 
We have all the snake people rounded up, and they are ready to go. Bring them out. One by one, the different animal people walk out, each one escorting one of the snake people in handcuffs. We will see you soon, they say. Please, keep them safe, but keep them away from here. That's no problem, you say. Let's get going. Where we're going, they won't be able to get back. Well, not with a spaceship anyways. You lead the snake people to the portal, and one by one, you put them in the portal and send them on their way to their new home. Once again, says the mayor, I want to thank you. The snake people have always wanted to rule their own planet, and I think it's time we gave them the chance, somewhere where they won't harm others. So, thank you. Please, when you come back, you have a place here any time, says the mayor. Uh, thank you, mayor. We will come back to visit sometime soon. Goodbye for now, you say and you and Footsie step through the portal to the other side. Once there, you close the portal door and lock the metal door on top of it. Snake people, you are now free to go. We've built you this village as a starting point, and this world is yours. Do with it as you will. Thank you, says one of the snake people. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, this is amazing, says the snake people. Now, this spaceship of yours, uh, can I see it? I've always wanted to see a spaceship, and, well, we're going to be here on this planet so much longer that we uh, probably won't have the chance. Um, yeah, I guess you can see the spaceship. Uh, come over here. You walk the snake person over towards the spaceship. So, uh, this is it. This is my spaceship. Wow, says the snake person. This uh, looks bigger on the inside than the outside. This is uh, quite an amazing thing. Oh no, what's that over there? The snake person asks. He points out the doors of the spaceship. You look out, but you can't see anything strange going on. Suddenly, you feel a push from behind you and you fall out the door and onto your knees. You look back and the spaceship is taking off with the doors closed and flying away. No, you say. Footsie, we have to get them. You press the button on your watch, causing the spacesuit to cover your entire body again, and Footsie does the same. You leap into the air, flying as fast as you can after the spaceship. You and Footsie fly faster and faster, trying to follow the spaceship, which is going further and further up into the air. You try to catch it, but the spaceship is just much faster than your space suits. Eventually, you give up. You're sad, knowing that you'll never see your spaceship again. Spaceship? 
miss you. Why will you miss me? Asks the spaceship. Spaceship? You're here? Of course I am. Did you think I was stolen? Well, yeah, he ran in there and drove you away. Silly human, I cannot be stolen. I am an artificial intelligence. Oh, well, why did you let him fly away then? The joke is on him. I have set a destination for an ice planet. I will be back when I leave him there. Oh, I, I guess that'll work, you say. You and Footsie fly back down to the snake people. The rest of them are settling into their various houses and starting to set up camp. You notice that the robots have built replicators for food and pretty much everything else the snake people will ever need. Most of them seem very happy to be here, except of course for the one who tried to steal your spaceship, but he's going to be living on an ice planet from now on. Well, snake people, I really hope you make the best of this. Uh, thank you. This is nicer than I imagined, and it would be good to have something for ourselves, says one of the snake people. Yes, yes it will. Just then, the spaceship appears back behind you and lands on the ground. The back doors open, and you and Footsie wave goodbye to the snake people and climb aboard. Spaceship, let's go find another planet, something interesting, and maybe with something, you know, with a little bit of danger, you say. Setting course for adventure, says the spaceship. The spaceship blasts up off the ground and heads straight up through the clouds. You watch as the snake planet gets further and further away, and once you're far enough out, the ship jumps to super hyperdrive once again, and all you can see is stars streaking through the universe. You and Footsie both go back to your bedrooms. You lay in your bed and say, Good night, spaceship. Good night. Sweet dreams, says the spaceship, turning off the lights. You lay down on your bed looking straight up through a viewing window on the ceiling. You watch the stars streak by as your eyelids get heavier and heavier. You allow them to close. You let your shoulders relax and sink into the bed. You let your head relax and sink into the pillow. You let your legs relax and sink in your arms. And with each breath, you get more and more relaxed and more and more sleepy. You allow yourself to drift off to a world of sleep and dreams. We'll see you tomorrow.